0: Hey friends, welcome back to the Gentle and Lowly Podcast. I'm Addie, your host, and today we are going to be talking about why do I create? Now, if you missed last week, I shared that we're doing a three-week mini-series here on the podcast. And last week we kicked off the series with why do I go? And that was kind of tied into the mission trip that I went on with my school ministry from my church. And it just got me thinking about like, that's really part of the core, like the ministry side of the business of Gentle and Lowly is I want to be able to be sent either, you know, if I'm able to go going to be sent or even encouraging one of you to be sent, like actually investing back into the ministry in that way. And it just is a good reminder of like, yeah, why do I actually go? Why why did I go on free mission trips last year? And why do I continue to go? Especially if you're in a season where you're able to go. So I highly encourage you to go. Go back if you missed last week's conversation. And encourage me. Just be able to talk about it and share that with you. Share some insights, hopefully. And then this week, though, for our second week, why do I create? It's really, it's more of a personal, like, my personal why. And you might not totally find everything applicable where if you're a creative or consider yourself an artist, you might be like, "Well, Addie, I don't really know if this is gonna work." And before you, you you pause the episode and say, "Yeah, that's not for me," I'd encourage you to stick around. Where even just an example of if you create a welcoming, warm environment, you know, you open up your home, you create a home of hospitality, or you're a really great chef or cook, or you're just creating, you know, space. For people, all these different things, I I don't know what creating looks like for you. It can and most definitely will look different for you, and that's okay. And so some of these things might be more specific to my personal, like, why do I actually create with creativity? But to me, creativity is just like problem solving and just having a solution to a problem. That's literally it. And so if you're a good problem solver and you come up with solutions all the time, Welcome to the creative club. That's literally it. But before we dive into our episode and I had to share a little bit, just more about my heart and about why do I create? And just that reminder, I just think like, God was just stirring that up in me with releasing our first collection for gentle and lowly and celebrating that and before going to Israel. So this is weird, but by the time you're listening to this, I'll be in Israel, which you're like, it doesn't really seem real that's just crazy to me. I've never gone on like a vacation trip like this. So I don't really know what to expect, but I know it's gonna be the nicest thing I'll ever experience so far in my life. So it's just really, I'm really humbled. and really thankful that I get to go and just learn and, you know, learn so much. I just want to learn a lot and just get to be together with people, you know, like these new friends, some people I know who are going from my church and some people I don't know. And so I'm just excited to be with community and to be with people. Yeah. But before we dive into that though, I know I talked about the weekend last week. So it's weird how I'm recording this before I go out of the country. So I don't only really have a weekend, the top three to catch you up on or to share, hopefully to encourage you. That's again, just a reminder if you're new here, that's why we do the top three I think that's just the name that just kind of has to stick though for, but it really is just a way to share evidence of God's grace and God's work in my life. But from the, this week, actually, I didn't even, I almost forgot about it. I don't know how I forgot about it, but whatever. April, like I said, it's just a crazy month <laughs> that I'm gone for most of it. So I'm thankful for that, but also it's like, I've never done that before while working. So it's just a lot of lot of going and I really love it but also it's just a lot of moving parts but after last week's podcast I know I mentioned that I had some severe tooth pain and it really sucked like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it it was so bad and I know I did say I'm so thankful for the people who were able to walk with me who were there like all the friends all the moms and people but even as I I think, yeah, I spontaneously went home for Easter, and it it just started throbbing again out of the blue, and it was just so bad, really, really bad, and so bad that, like, I pulled over, went to inside a gas station, because I, I was like, I don't have any Tylenol or Advil on me. I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. But I just, like, needed to get something, and I was like, I really hope this is going to work, you know, and, like, kick in. Because I was driving, I was like, I barely could drive. It really hurt really badly. And thankfully, you know, by the time I get back to work on Monday, then, I was like, I was just like, I just got to try and see, like, maybe they can get a different, like, a, a sooner appointment, right? And I was like, I just have to try because going to Israel with this would not be fun at all. I would be on antibiotics and pain meds like the whole time. And I don't really, I don't want to know what could happen with that. And so praise the Lord, I called on Monday. They were able to get me an appointment Tuesday, like the next day. And so even though it was inconvenient, I felt really bad that I was like, I'm so sorry, but like the surgery, like it has to happen. Like now I'm really, really appreciative like to my work, to my coworkers that like, understanding that like this thing is causing me so much pain and like i'm barely do my job when it flares up and things and so to be able to have an opening the next day and i didn't really process too much of what was going to happen because it needed a root canal and if you hear that and you know that like the endodontist you're like oh that's that's bad that's not fun especially for someone who's relatively young yeah I'm pretty young not the best thing I do not recommend it at all (laughs) I would say if you can avoid it definitely do however like it was really bad and I won't like the details is pretty gross or whatever to me in my opinion like the dentist isn't super fun all the time but I am so thankful for just medical professionals and people who are trained and skilled in their craft where they just know what to do and they like they helped the pain go away and i'm so thankful like it's so silly but it's not like i can eat pizza or eat food and yeah i have to be careful because it's you know like it's going to heal and it hurts and different things but i'm so thankful that i don't feel like my tooth's going to fall out (laughs) there's this sharp searing pain And for all that to happen, like that wasn't supposed to happen until in May, like until I got back. And so that is such a huge answer to prayer. And I reread just something in my journal where I just was like, Lord, can you get, like I prayed for a sooner appointment and man, that just needs to be like, the Lord needs to get all the praise for that, that he got an appointment sooner, even though it wasn't fun he knew what needed to happen and he made a way for it and I'm so thankful even to my friend Sarah she's a mom and she went into like full-on mom mode of okay Addie I was like hey this is a weird, not weird request but I don't usually ask for people just to take me to the dentist I'm like hey I have the surgery thing can I I'm trying to find a ride all this stuff and I'm thankful for my friends, but we all just have lives and jobs and commitments and things. And thankfully, she's a mom with a flexible schedule. And she like immediately made a plan and a schedule of, okay, how do you come to my house and we'll do this and then I'll be there. And just in case you're too loopy or whatever happens, I can drive, you'll be okay. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And just to have someone else there, like I'm so appreciative like that, that just made a lot of peace. For me personally, of, I could have done that by myself because I do a lot of things independently, but it's nice to have just older adults. or are just people who care for you, like older mentors, just people in the next season ahead of you who can kind of feel like a family away from home with my family living in Indy. That's you know, a couple hours away from me, and that just means a lot to me as a young adult. I think I, I would hope that encourages you to seek out those people because they do exist. There are families and people, even though their lives are crazy and chaotic, just like ours, <laughs> in a different way, though, very different seasons, they're willing to invite you in too, to their life and to share that with you. And so seek that out. Like community can look different in that way too, but I'm so thankful that there's just time that day to, to rest and to heal. I really couldn't do a lot of work afterwards because it, it did really hurt. And so I took, you know, the day to rest and because my mouth just got, you know, invaded <laughs> and it really hurt. It was hard to focus on anything. It was a good amount of pain. And so just to have time that was just unstructured was such a gift and a blessing from the Lord and to just to be outside for a little bit and things. And that was just That was a much needed rest that God gave. And so hopefully, you know, things in your life, like they're not maybe as extreme as that, but like, I bet there are things that are crazier than that. And even though that is a routine surgery, you know, kind of dental thing, I'm so thankful for God's peace in that and for such a quick response, like how quickly he answered that. And so... I'm really, really thankful for him just providing and taking care of me. And I hope that encourages you that it reminds you. Yeah. It reminds you that he will take care of you and he sees your pain and he knows it. Yeah. So that's one of the things. <laughs> it's a pretty big thing. And then just trying to wrap everything up for the week and trying to get ready. I'm one of those chronic last minute packers. But I have a system, so it works, but I don't know why I do it every time because I don't like it, but here we are (laughs) and I'm trying to do this earlier, but it's not working out. So I'm definitely one of those people, but it's okay. Eventually I will learn and it's going to be great. So to dive in just to our conversation today, like our topic is like, why do I create? And like I said at the beginning, like, I know it's a little more of a specific one, but it's really to focus on that why, like, what is it that God has instilled or put in you that is uniquely, he's just uniquely wired it in you to express it. And if you don't do that, you kind of know you're going to be miserable. And I don't want to make that like a, like a negative thing or like a thing of like, wow, you know, well, we just need to go and chase Whatever brings us that joy or brings us that happiness. It's like, no, like I listened to a podcast today where they were talking about don't think that God would want his kids to be miserable. Like, he's given us these gifts to use to serve others. And it's like, well, why would we not do that? Like, there's something that makes us come alive. And I think it's probably because, like, we're connected to the Father like while we're serving in the thing he's called us to do. <laughs> well, absolutely. That makes total sense. But for me, I was thinking about this question even more like, why do I create? And I know not everyone will just have this perspective, but hopefully it's like a, an encouragement and like maybe a little bit of education too. Of I, I know always having a camera or being ready for the moment, or always want to take Polaroids or like videoing different things. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> and yeah, you're probably right. I mean, if you don't do it, if it's not your normal thing, you're like, Addie, it's just, that's just a normal Saturday. Like, <laughs> well, I probably won't record on Saturdays. I try to have it as my Sabbath. I'm still practicing and learning. That's kind of a sneak peek for the end. But it's really like, to me, I don't want to miss... A moment that God wants to use to serve someone else or to speak to me like I think about all the mission trips like going on and capturing stories like I remember when I used to work for a ministry called Feed the Hungry and a great ministry like totally awesome I man I loved it so much and we got to travel quite a bit and I went to Nicaragua and Honduras And we did a couple like student interviews, and just being able to like capture the stories to bring back home, it's a really humbling gift to be trusted with that. And also like traveling just expands your worldview so much, in my opinion, and just reminds you that wow, (laughs) there's so much more that God is ruling and reigning over, his sovereignty is over everything. But, like, in mission trips and things, like, when I just do photography, it's not just photography, but like, shooting, there's something that is just so inexplainable, like, almost unexpressible, that I just get to capture people the way that God sees them, in the moments, like, they're just, like, these precious kingdom moments that God is highlighting, and it's, like, almost God fingerprints are just, like, all over them, and when you like look at them, e- even the photos, like I don't take, you know, like if there's other photographers, but I'm missing some of my favorite photos. I mean, even working at camp in the summer and like getting some of these like genuine reactions of these kids where you know maybe at the beginning of the week, like they hated, not hated, that's a strong word, but you know, like they were just like really grumpy, really stubborn <laughs> to, to be there because they didn't know if they hated or not. You know what I mean? But they just were like, why am I here? I don't know anyone, don't have any friends, and to see just like this joy, like this just radiant joy, just so pure, just to kind of like spring up because they took a leap of faith or tried something new, and that's a different context, you know, it is, but for me to be able to capture just like their true identity, like just them kind of in awe of what's going on, it's just so fun. For one, it is really, really fun, but for mission specifically, like You think about, you know, like these cultures coming together and it's usually people from the States going overseas or visiting people. And so they're used to us visiting, but we're not used to to their culture. And there's a lot to be more educated about with all that. And we just don't have a lot of diversity depending on where you live. And God is a God for the nations. I think I can leave it at that and his heart is for everyone and so to see a picture it's only like a sliver I don't really love that word but it's like such a small percentage of what God's heart or his true design of what heaven will be like or how he really wants the new heaven and new earth to to exist wow like to me that feels heavy like a heavy responsibility but like such a true gift Because it's all from him and it's all for him. And like these different moments, like they serve a purpose for me of being able to capture moments, whether it's at summer camp or it's at in Honduras or Chicago or Kentucky. They're just like these seemingly like ordinary moments that, like I said, like the God fingerprints, he puts his thumbprint on every single thing, like this is a canvas, but like we're created in the image of God. And so it's so cool where it's like all these people, like, of course, it's going to reflect his glory, but it tells and communicates just this deeper story of the gospel. And to me, like, it brings people in, but also serves like that tangible purpose of, hey, this is what we're doing over here in Honduras. You can pray for us, church. Like, it serves that tangible purpose in other purposes later. So it serves that tangible purpose of education, but also just like partnership for ministry. And I think it's just like, I guess that awareness, I mean, that's part of the Great Commission. And so, you know, it might not be that for you (laughs) where it's like, oh yeah, like I don't take photos, I don't do that. But there is something that God has put his fingerprint, like God is all over our lives and all over the skills and the things he's called us to or equipped us to do. And the gifts that he's uniquely given you, he's intentionally put his thumbprint on. He's like, this one, this one, over here, over here, over here. And it's not by accident. And he's just encouraging you to like, yeah, come on, let's do it. I just think maybe it's because you're going to go to Israel or whatever. But it's like, yeah, come on, get out of the boat. It's time let's go be fishers of men. What does that mean? Like in the context of everything, like they probably like, uh, I mean, we, we think it's like such a normal phrase, but I'm like, I really don't know what they would have thought about that. If some random guy didn't know, just said, follow me or I'll make you fishers of men when they're fishermen, like left their livelihood behind. And Jesus taught them a new way, which is just crazy. When you think about it and, it's just encouraging though of like what God can do when we say yes to be just a vessel for him. And so really, you know, like my why of like being create not just being creative, but like using creativity is to glorify God. Whatever that looks like. And I think the beautiful thing of like having a more overarching or like kind of broad like mission statement or purpose statement like that is that God can adapt that. He can mold it, you know, like that verse, potter's hands are like jars of clay, you know, (laughs) like a potter. And that's such a good visual example. Like when you throw pottery, throw on a wheel, you throw clay. Sorry, that's what it is. You throw the clay on the wheel and you spin it. I've only done it one time. It's really fun, but it's like, it's fun because it's cool. Like it's fun. I don't know. I like art that's also not digital. That's a really good thing. But it's also really messy, maybe that's why it's fun. But it's really, really hard that's what that's the point. It's really hard and difficult to do that because it takes practice and takes time and commitment. But having such a wide purpose statement like that, like the clay and everything, like it just creates that beautiful picture where God is able to shape and able to mold it into whatever He wants it to look like. So that means, as I go through seasons, as you go through seasons, you're like, okay, Lord, like this is like the overarching thing over here. And it might only be for a specific season, but I do think that there are things that we can look back in, in our lives, in our testimonies where God was planting seeds here, planting seeds there, some scattered there, this person threw a couple here. And they continue to stick, and then they get reinforced, and they get rooted and planted, and they grow and grow and grow. And that's where we're able to kind of hone in on that direction and see like, okay, Lord, like, I I think I have a pretty clear direction of where I'm supposed to go, what I'm supposed to do. It might shift, change, and get adapted to maybe like the original plan, like Okay. My original plan was to be like a outdoor, outdoor travel photographer, like National Geographic. That was just like the best example I could give people. I didn't really want to work for National Geographic. It'd be cool. But when I realized like how long they're gone and away from families and things, I'm like, oh, it's a very specific call and lifestyle. And I think mine's a little different than that, but that's the best example of like travel, adventure, photographer and that still seems really cool to me. I follow so many people that I love. Like Chris Burkard, if you're a creator photographer, you know who that is. If you don't, go look him up. Very inspiring. And his work really to me reflects like God's creation so well because it's just so beautiful. It's like magnificent because God created it all oh, it's just it's really cool. But his talent He's a very good photographer, highly skilled, and I love his work. All i have to say, though, that there are things that God will call us to, and I thought it would look like this thing, you know, but this has been the overarching thing is, like, my creativity. And there are a lot of ways I've tried to explore that. <laughs> and so, like, thinking about that was the goal when I went to college, like, oh, I want to be a travel Outdoor travel lifestyle photographer. What does that mean? I don't... I have no idea. No clue. But it's like, I can do it. I mean, interviewed at like Black Diamond, you know, the sports company in Utah. The climbing company. Sorry, that's what it is. Like Topo Designs. I love my backpack from there. That's... I just really love these things. And Kamek, that's why I did my internship. Like all these different places, they're just... I think they make really good products, not gonna lie. So, of course, I wanted to work for them. We're like, Yeti, oh my gosh, they're just a really great brand. Okay, I won't nerd out too much on the (laughs) design aspects of things, but all I have to say, like, I thought it was gonna look like this one thing, but the Lord has shifted and guided or directed my steps. And the more I've been following Him, the reality is like, it's just one foot after another. And like, I can only really see just a little bit of the path that he's lighting, like with a torch, (laughs) with a light, with the lamp. And sometimes we think it's going to be this thing. And it's just, okay, am I being, yeah, am I being like softened? Or am I willing to be molded into whatever God wants to create me into? That sounds maybe like a weird metaphor, but I'm still thinking about that, the clay. Do I give God permission to shape and form me into his image, whatever that will cost me, whatever it will? And sometimes it's, okay, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to record these things or I'm going to record more podcasts or I'm going to, share this blog post. I'm going to write this book, which is just crazy to me still. All those things are crazy because they weren't really my initial dreams. I think God put them there and he does the same for you, like for both of us, if we ask him and he'll just continue to put those seeds, even if, even if we don't know he's doing it, he's planting, planting, planting. And that gets me really excited for everything that he wants to do. And just how I wants to use everything. And so for me though like why do I create like clear not clearly but if you spent time listening to this podcast you're like okay yeah Addy yeah you are creative. Thank you. But that's for the Lord to use how he wants to. And so for me it's like well I have these this unique skill set where I like podcasting. I don't just like this, doing this thing, talking to a microphone, having these conversations with my friends or like bringing guests on. I love it. I love it so much. And I hope you can tell how much I love it. And (laughs) so like, I'm really thankful that there's just people like you who listen to these because I'm one of those people listening in the audience in my favorite podcast. And I'm like, I love these people who make these podcasts because this is so good. Like this is the stuff I want to listen to. But this is like the avenue that I think God wants me to follow him in and to hopefully build a community that we're able to follow Jesus together and that it's real. And as a young adult who's who is a young adult, live in it and you can grow with me, like we can grow together. And the bigger picture though with my creativity, and this can be fill in the blank, whatever it is for you is okay, Lord, like, it would be foolish of me or you, like either one of us to not use something that God has built or equipped us to do for his glory or for the purpose of him. Like, I think it'd be really foolish if I didn't have a podcast I mean, I don't need to have a podcast. I don't need to, right? But the greater purpose at the end of this, I promise, it will make sense where, you know, I don't need to start a side business that really is a catalyst for ministry. Like that's my heart behind it. When I have a full-time job, I don't need to do that. People would say you don't need to, but there's this desire deep within me of like, I have a mission to do. I have an assignment from God and a commandment to share the gospel. Like, and yes, like sharing the gospel does not have to look like a podcast. It might for you. It might. And if you want to learn how to do that, let me know because it's easier than you think. Anyways, you're probably not here for that, but (laughs) I'm just really passionate about getting people started to do the things God's called them to do. Anyways. It can look different for you, and it will. And like I said, you don't have to have a podcast to share the gospel. Whatever that looks like for you to walk out the Great Commission and the commandment, or commandments that God gives us, then why not do it? Like, I mean, if you're a musician, I guess I'm just thinking of my brother. He's really talented, you know? But if there's like a way that God wants to use that for his glory then it might be foolish of you to say no. You know and that all comes with discernment and seeking and seeking his will or trial and error, all of those things come with it. Yeah. And it will take time and that's okay. But that is my encouragement. It's like what is your unique skill set that if you don't do it like you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. (laughs) And it could be as easy as a blog. I'm trying to think of examples that like aren't digital or different things. It could be like a homeschool co-op. I don't know why that's randomly in my head, but like, it could be a homeschool co-op or like a doggy daycare facility. I I love my doggy daycare people. They're awesome to watch over Konak and stuff. But like, I can tell like they serve really well and I'm really appreciative for that. But you could change a whole city of people or the, oh, the jujitsu, I know I'm not saying that right, but there's a gym and people, two brothers who run it for my church and they like have Bible studies there. It's awesome. And that, the, all of those things can change a city or if you're a teacher, a professor, like now I'm just full of ideas, full of things. You have no idea How God wants to use your unique skill set. And so find out. And I think as young adults, we have a unique privilege and opportunity. Even if you're older, don't disqualify yourself. But specifically for, you know, people maybe who are younger, like we just have more freedom to try things and fail, you know, because probably people expect us to try new things. But like, why not? Why not try, you know? Like, Try it and see. And if you know, I actually don't even like it, then okay, that's a good sign. It's probably not the right thing. But if you turns out like it turns out you really love it, then okay, press into that some more. Keep doing it. And the dreams that God gives us, like He's gonna put those things in us before I think that we really realize they're from Him. Like if we pray that the desires of our hearts to align with His, He will make that happen. He will shift that over. And. He wants us to do work that we are, not just like, not that we just want to do, but like that we're passionate about to make a difference in this world. Because we, when we do have to work, (laughs) like to sustain and to live all those things, but it should be a joy to work, to serve people well. It really should. And that's something I've been learning just over the past, oh man, probably four or five years, maybe longer. But especially since graduating from college, it's like, okay, a career is a part of everyone's story and everyone's journey. But like, let's test it. Let's see what works, what doesn't. And the Lord is with you every step of the way through that. And so, yeah, take some time, find that why what's your purpose what's your reason and purpose that's a big that's a big thing so i don't mean it so dauntingly but like try and fail you'll learn a lot if you just try it i know i've learned a lot from even my initial podcast i started back in 2020 and there's just this thing if i don't do this i know that there's something missing in my life i love these deep conversations And I pray that they're blessing you and encouraging, challenging all the things, you know, like that's my heart. And I'm really, really thankful that you're showing up every week and that you're here. And it's just going to keep getting better friend because just more friends are going to come, come to the table, which is so cool and super exciting. And so the last thing, you know, as I'm in Israel, there's just not going to be a lot of content. That's just the reality of it just going to be pretty silent over on Instagram with Gentle and Lowly, which isn't intentional. It's just really hard to probably do that in other countries. So appreciate your patience with me in that. And I can't wait to share everything that God wants to teach me, you know, through that trip. Lastly, if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, or if you're brand new, I'm really glad you're here. You made it through the first episode (laughs) for you. I would just ask you to take one minute, 60 seconds to go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave an honest review. You might just get a shout out on a future episode, review of the week. We can introduce that segment if we get some reviews. Pretty fun. But really, because our show is so new, it tremendously helps out our show. And for more friends just to find find the podcast and to join the conversation, that's my heart for more friends to be able to be a part of the conversation and to be encouraged and challenged in ways that we both, where we all can carry the gentle love of Jesus. That's really what it's all about. And it's learning to follow him. And what does that look like navigating life? Thank you for joining me for this episode in our mini series week two of Why Do Why blank. I don't know what's a better thing. We'll figure out better series. But why do I go? Why do I create? And stay tuned for next week as we're going to be unpacking why do I practice Sabbath? I'm so stoked about this one. I can't tell you how much. I'm not perfect at this at all, but this is a big thing that God has just been encouraging me to press into. So I really hope you join me for that one next week. And until then, carry the gentle love of Jesus. Okay, bye.